This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Welcome to Friendship with God with our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. Today's message and previous messages can be listened to or downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also obtain free resources from Tom Cantor and view our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org or call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. Tom Cantor also has a daily devotional verse that comes out each day by email and on Facebook. To receive this small daily devotional verse that Tom Cantor puts out, you can sign up at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. Or find Tom Cantor on Facebook by searching for Tom Cantor and Friendship with God. Now, here's our Bible teacher, Tom Cantor. That's the world around us. The world doesn't have any interest in God. No interest in God. And when we see that, it makes us thirsty for God. And this thirst for God was what the Lord Jesus was referring to in John 7.37. John 7.37, when he said in that last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me or into me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Two hymns we sang about tonight the rivers of living water. But this he spake of the Spirit. And when he said this, many people believed on him and said this was the prophet. Because the soul thirst that the Lord Jesus was talking about was what he came to satisfy. And when he met this immoral woman, this Samaritan immoral woman at the well, he put his finger right on that. When it says in John 4.10, John 4.10, Jesus answered and said unto her, if thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith unto thee, give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, he would have given thee living waters. So that's a great offer. That's something that the woman really wanted, and she pleads for, but then he says, well, not so fast. He says, first go call your husband. And then she says, well, actually, I don't have a husband. He says, right on. You don't have a husband because you've had five husbands, and the person you're living with now is not your husband, which, of course, never happens in our day around us. Nobody ever lives together. But anyway, and then she didn't say something like, oh, well, you know, everybody's doing that. Everybody, all my friends live together. They don't get married. He just seemed to say that. You know what she said to him? Sir, I perceive thou art a prophet. That was her way of saying, I confess it. I confess it. You said declare it. I declare it. And then he gives her the water. And when he did that for that woman there, he became the man that was prophesied in Isaiah 32 too. 
Isaiah 32.2, there was a tremendous prophecy given about a man shall be as a hiding place from the wind, a covert from the tempest, rivers of water in a dry place, and a shadow of a great rock in a weary land. So who is this? In 2018, that's what the Lord wants to be for us. He wants, the Lord Jesus wants to be for us a personal hiding place from the winds of the pull of this world. He wants to be a personal shelter from the storms of temptation which come on us. He wants to be a personal well of water when we're in a dry place. He wants to be a personal shadow over the heat of the trials that we're gonna face. And as we look at this verse, the Lord Jesus wants to be for us all those things. He wants us to find our soul satisfaction in him. He wants us to escape to him. He is our great escape. God does not want us to find our soul satisfaction in 2018 and the great escape to vacations, to recreations, to Las Vegas, to video games, to TV shows, to movies. God wants that our ultimate escape is to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's why he says, I give waters in the wilderness and in Isaiah 43, 10, I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people. That's why it's so important in 2008 to resolve to have a daily morning quiet time with God and to use this Bible reading schedule that you have there in the bulletin to reading four chapters a day, which will take you right through the Bible, right through the Old Testament once, the New Testament twice, the Psalm twice, because that's the God's purpose for us is to find the Lord Jesus in his word, through his word. That's why he said, blessed are they in Matthew 5, 6, Matthew 5, 6, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Because as we hunger and thirst after righteousness, we become the heart that David spoke about in Psalm 42.1, Psalm 42.1, as the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? And then in Psalm 63, as we said, Psalm 63, one, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsted for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. And David talks about stretching out his hands to God. He's talking about stretching out his soul to God in Psalm 143, verse six. Psalm 143, verse six, where he says, I stretch forth my hands unto thee. My soul thirsteth after thee as a thirsty land. And when we do that, then we hear him saying to us this invitation. He says three times the word come in Isaiah 55.1. Isaiah 55.1, he says it three times. He says, ho, everyone that thirsteth, come to the waters. He that hath no money, come and buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money, without price. He says, in Isaiah 41, 17, Isaiah 41, 17, he says, he looks down and he says, when the poor and the needy seek water and there is none and their tongue faileth for thirst, I, the Lord, will hear them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. 
I will open rivers in high places, fountains in the valleys. I'll make the wilderness a pool of water and dry land springs of water. Now, I know there are times in the morning when we come to God and we've got more interest in the weather channel than we do in the Bible. And we just feel dull and we just feel so insensitive to the things of God. And that's the time to say to God, I need you to fulfill this promise in me of Psalm 41.18, Psalm 41.18. I need you to open rivers of waters in high places, fountains in the midst of the valleys, make make a pool of water in the wilderness, give me springs of water in my dry land. This is the last invitation in the book of Revelation, the last invitation of the Bible in Revelation 21.6, where he says he's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, and then he says, I give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. And one of the last verses of the Bible in, in, in Revelation 22.17, Revelation 22.17, the spirit and the bride say, come, and let him that heareth say, come, and let him that is a thirst, come, and whosoever will, I will give him of the water of life freely. Now, we look forward to 2018, and we claim this great promise, that God gave to the Jewish people when they were slaves again in Babylon of verse 19 where he says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Now shall you not know it. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God is gonna do a new thing for us in 2018 where it's gonna be a behold. It's gonna be a stand back and look. This is gonna surprise This is gonna be unexpected, this is gonna be wonderful, this is gonna be marvelous. And he talks about it's gonna be like ways in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. He wants to do that. But it all starts, it all starts with the words in verse 19 where we say, I want you to be my rivers in the desert. And God says that, then behold, I'll do a new thing. It means that he's gonna do something When it says it's gonna be a new thing, it means the best is yet to come. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come. That's why he said in the previous verse, forget about what was done in the past. You ain't seen nothing yet. It means that for 2018, with God doing new things, life is worth living. It means, verse 19 means that with God doing new things, there's a great hope. It means that for 2018, with God doing new things, life is never boring for the Christian. But this is only true in 2018 if it's with God. And it's not true in 2018 if it's not with God. A person will never see the new things done by God if he has a life without God. Solomon had a period of life in his life without God, period in which he turned to himself without God. He sought to know all about himself without God. He turned to all his riches without God. He dove 100% into the pleasures of the world. He went with a 1,000 women to have sex with, all without God, and he wrote a book during that time. It's a very depressing book. It's called the Book of Ecclesiastes. And that's the book of Solomon's life without God. And he started off the book and saying how he went about his great experiment without God in Ecclesiastes 1.16, Ecclesiastes 1.16, 
when he said, I communed with mine own heart without God. I communed with mine own heart saying, I am come to great estate and have gotten more wisdom than all they that have been before me in Jerusalem. Yea, my heart had great experience of wisdom and knowledge and I gave my heart to no wisdom, to no madness, to no folly. I perceived that in all this was a vexation of spirit, for in much wisdom is much grief. And this is what brought Solomon down. And Nehemiah told the people there who had made the marriages with the strange women. He said in Nehemiah 13.26, Nehemiah 13.26, did not Solomon, king of Israel, sin by these things? Yet among many, many nations was there no king like him who was beloved of his God, and God made him king over all Israel. Nevertheless, even him did outlandish women cause to sin. And in the middle of his life without God, Solomon commented that he said, it's all boring, there's nothing new. In Ecclesiastes 1.9, he says, the thing Ecclesiastes 1.9, the thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there's no new thing under the sun. There was no new thing in his life because he had a life without God. And during his life, he saw, without God, he saw nothing new, it just became depressing and a vexation of spirit. And a person who lives without God in 2018 is gonna be led right down that tunnel of depression. You know, this last week, my, my friend, told me that his daughter was married to an Israeli who has a cybersecurity company that's worth $5 billion, but they're lost. And life, I can tell you, and, and they said, oh, they, they just bought a, a vineyard in Napa. Because I said, why did they buy it? Because they could, and they bought it. And there they would go there, you know, I wouldn't, why would you buy a vineyard? But anyway, that's what they did. I'd rather have God than $5 billion. And that's why it's important this year to have to be to make our life a life with God. Because a life with a close walk with God starts with a strong start in the morning of a quiet time with God every day and it ends every night with a time with God. That's the great sandwich for the day of a life with God. Now we see in this chapter there's another purpose that God has for us in 2018, and it's to discover more of who He is, and He does this by the names that he gives to Israel. Wonderful names, look at verse one. I am the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel. Fear not, I have redeemed thee, he's the redeemer, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. Look at verse two. Thus saith the Lord that made thee and formed thee from the womb, which will help thee. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, thou Jesher, in whom I have chosen. Verse 21. Remember these, O Jacob and Israel, for thou art my servant, I have formed thee. Thou art my servant, O Israel. Thou shalt not be forgotten of me. And then Isaiah 44, sorry, I was in Isaiah 44. Isaiah 44, two was that first reference. Isaiah 44, 21 was the second one. Next chapter, Isaiah 44, 24. Isaiah 44, 24. Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, he that formed thee from the womb, I am the Lord that maketh all things that stretcheth forth the heavens alone, that spreadeth abroad the earth by myself. God says he is the redeemer. He says, thus saith the Lord, I am your redeemer. He says that, and then in verse in Isaiah 43, verse three, he says, I gave Egypt for a ransom for you. 
So this is a great thing that he's done. He says, I'm the Holy One. I am your Holy One. He says he's the creator, your king. He calls himself your king. But then he goes on to speak about forming. He says, I formed you. And this is so important for us to see in 2018. God was very clear in Isaiah 43, 21. Isaiah 43, 21, when he said, this people have I formed for myself. They shall show forth my glory. He's telling them, you know, he said, already said he had created. He had created. That's the word bara. Bara create means to create, make out of nothing. Make out of nothing. That's creation. We did not evolve from nothing that exploded. We did not evolve from non-living matter. We did not evolve from a single cell microbe. We didn't. But God, we were created by God. We did come from nothing, but God made us out of nothing, and that's the meaning of the word bara. But we were not just created without a purpose, because Isaiah 43.21 43.21 explains that as with Israel, that God formed us. It says the word formed, and that's not the word bara. Bara is created. Formed is a different word. That's the Hebrew word yatsar, yatsar. That's form. Yatsar is a word that's used in pottery, in pottery. Yatsar refers to working with wet clay. Yatsar means squeezed into shape. Yatsar brings the scene of a potter. He's got in his mind what this finished pot should look like. He's looking at wet clay, and he's using his hands to squeeze the wet clay into what he wants the pot to form, to be. It has the image of forming, of fashioning, ordaining, that this wet clay is going to become this pot here. And that's how God describes himself. It says in Jeremiah 18.6, Jeremiah 18.6, he says, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, Yatsar, so are ye in my hand, O house of Israel. Isaiah speaks for the whole nation of Israel in Isaiah 64, 8. Isaiah 64, 8, when he says, but now, O Lord, thou art our father, we are the clay, thou art our potter, Yatsar, and we are all the work of thy hands. So when God says in Isaiah 43, 21, when he says, this people have I formed for myself, that means that they will never be happy and never be fulfilled until they serve Jehovah Jesus, and that's the same for us. That's the same for us for 2018. We have been formed by God for a purpose, and we'll never be happy in 2018 until we give up self for his service. And you think about Israel also, you think about Israel, and God had such astounding things to say about the Jewish people. He called them in Exodus 19.5, a peculiar treasure unto me. They're peculiar, all right, but he calls them a treasure. Uh, He says in Psalm 135, verse four, the Lord hath chosen Jacob unto himself, Israel for his peculiar treasure. He calls them his inheritance in Deuteronomy 4.20. Deuteronomy 4.20, he says, you're gonna be a people of inheritance unto me as you are this day. He says in Deuteronomy 32.9, Deuteronomy 32.9, the Lord's portion is the people. Jacob is the lot of his inheritance. All these terms, 
Deuteronomy 7, 6, Deuteronomy 7, 6, God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself. All these terms, it goes on and on, but today they're far from God. The Jewish people are far from God, and they're not showing forth his praise. As a matter of fact, they are described in the Bible in five conditions or five states. The first condition is spiritually hungry. The second condition is spiritually thirsty. The third condition is spiritually alienated and naked and in prison and even sick. And this becomes for us, for 2018, our golden opportunity to bring this people the knowledge of God, encourage them to bow the knee to Jehovah Jesus. And there's a special reward, a special reward that God holds out when he says and he speaks about them as his brethren, the least of those his brethren, when he says in Matthew 25, 34, Matthew 25, 34, then shall the king say unto them in his right hand, come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was a hungred, he gave me meat. I was thirsty, he gave me drink. I was a stranger, you took me in. Naked, you clothed me. Sick, you visited me. In prison, you came unto me. Then throw the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee a hungered, fed thee thirsty, gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger, took thee in, naked, clothed thee? When saw we thee sick, in prison, came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto the least of these my brethren, you've done it unto me. You've done it unto me. You know, many today have given up on Israel. They've given up on Israel, they've given up on the Jewish people, and they've said, well, the Bible is now we have to replace, replacement theology. When God said the Jewish people, when God said Israel, he didn't mean the Jewish people unless they were being cursed, then they can be the Jewish people. But he says, when Israel, now it's the church, which totally is against the scripture. You can't say that and read Romans 9, 10, 11 and say that Israel is the church. Israel the church in Romans 9 where he says that he wished he would could be accursed from God if they could be saved. The church is not Israel that needs to be saved, that's the Jewish people. Romans 10, my heart's desire and prayer to God is that they might be saved. Israel might be saved. The church is not Israel. The Jewish people are the ones who need to be saved. Romans 11, and so all Israel shall be saved for there shall come forth out of Zion, the deliverer that shall turn ungodliness away from Jacob. But it's our unique opportunity to encourage the Jewish people this year to hear the call of God, the call of God that is spoken of in 1 Peter 2.9. 1 Peter 2.9, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's happened to us and God is calling to them out of darkness, come out of the darkness into his marvelous light. So let's make 2018 to be the best year as we draw close to God, make him our personal well that we derive all of our soul satisfaction from. Realize that he with his hands has formed us for a purpose and seek the salvation of his people. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for being Lord our God, our help in ages past, and our hope for years to come. Amen. 
Another wonderful day studying the Bible with our Bible teacher Tom Cantor here on Friendship with God. Don't forget that today's message and previous messages can be listened to and downloaded for free at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. You can also go online to find free resources from Tom Cantor and our online bookstore at friendshipwithgod.org. You can also find Tom Cantor on Facebook, and you can also go to friendshipwithgod.org to sign up for his daily devotional. Tom Cantor is also the founder of Israel Restoration Ministries. You can visit that website at israelrestoration.org. You can write to Tom Cantor at P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. That's P.O. Box 711330, Santee, California 92071. Or email Tom Cantor at tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. That's tomcantor at friendshipwithgod.org. For more information about Tom Cantor and Friendship with God and Israel Restoration Ministries, call us at 800-247-3051. That's 800-247-3051. What are you doing Sunday nights? Come join Friendship with God radio Bible teacher Tom Cantor of the Friendship with God Fellowship Church every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m. at The Vine at 9336 Abraham Way, Santee, California. Watch and listen live around the world to Tom Cantor Sunday evening on YouTube.com by searching for Friendship with God Fellowship or by going to our homepage at friendshipwithgod.org. That's friendshipwithgod.org. This program is brought to you by Israel Restoration Ministries.